As we say a final goodbye to the passing year, I think it's well to take a second look at the news stories we may have taken for granted in the course of our hectic lives. What were their implications? How did they affect us on the Outer Cape? The first is artificial intelligence, a subject that seemed to turn up every day. But what does it mean out here? Personally, I've come to associate artificial intelligence with my beloved Wellfleet, the 260-year-old village that seems to have forgotten how to govern itself. For years now, we've been hearing about mislabeled accounts, missing money, and failed audits. Given all that, we recently saw fit to turn down a grant of $4.5 million because, according to the newspapers, we don't want the federal government to have influence within our town borders. Although I expected the next headline to announce our secession from the Union, it was actually worse. We seem to have lost yet another town administrator, the sixth in ten years. Do I think our town's intelligence is totally artificial? No, but we certainly give fresh meaning to the term collective stupidity. Also in the news this year was funding for the new Cape Cod bridges. While any improvement to our infrastructure that's safer and more efficient is to be commended, I have to ask if a speedy trip over a brand new bridge is worth it if it only dumps you onto the same old gridlocked highway. According to scientists, Cape Cod has become one of the largest white shark hotspots in the world, as sightings surged to a record high this past summer. Ironically, so did tourism, according to the Cape Cod Chamber of Commerce, which proves to me that tourists come to Cape Cod to experience a lot more than ocean swimming. There's also traffic, crowds, rain, humidity, long lines, mosquitoes, and outrageous prices. You can't have missed that Cape Cod is now in the hardiness zone 7A, a climate shared by parts of Georgia and South Carolina. While this means we may conceivably be able to grow cotton and rice, it also means that my garden, which I usually get to turn under and forget about at Halloween, will keep on producing until New Year's. Thanks, climate change. The embarrassing collapse of the once mighty New England Patriots was a sad fact for the entire region. I visited Patriots Place some years ago when it was a thriving commercial juggernaut. Restaurants, bars, offices, galleries. Now it's a convenient place to find a restroom off of Route 495. My wife made a list of all the other things there are to do on a Sunday besides drinking beer, wearing your pajamas, and watching football. Naturally, I'm thrilled. You can't do a year-end review without mention of former President Donald Trump. It's not the four indictments that caught my attention, or even his being booked in Atlanta. 
but that he's marketing his mugshot on coffee cups and T-shirts and posters, along with swatches of the blue suit and red tie he wore in the photo. It would frankly not surprise me if his admirers lined up to purchase small canisters of his excrement, of which there would be a continuously sustainable supply. And finally, in the news, every single day is a purported end of inflation. If you're buying eggs, gas, airline tickets, and smartphones, you might believe that the end of inflation is the case. But the leading economic indicator in my house is takeout pizza. And at 20 bucks plus tax for plain cheese, another $3 per topping and a 15% tip for the person at the counter who rings up my order, as far as I'm concerned, the economy still has a long way to go. So, I'm Ira Wood, and those are my opinions, and here's wishing all of our listeners the very, very best in the year to come.